this is Learning Tarot Together. I'm your host, Felix Kingsley, full-time social worker, part-time tarot enthusiast, and I'm here to share my journey into learning the meanings behind all 78 tarot cards with listeners and guests. This week, we'll be looking into the meaning behind the first card in the Major Arcana, The Magician. Here to help me is my friend, Jake. Hi, Jake. Hello, hello. I am Jake, uh, full-time goober and first-time learner that there are 78 of these cards. There are. Well, that kind of brings me to my next (laughs) question, which is, what do you know, if much at all, about tarot? Um, so, not a whole lot. I, uh, I, my, my family was very, like, very Christian, very anything, even slightly, like, spiritual was, uh, that was evil and, ooh, bad. So I've only Mm. really been, uh, learning about stuff uh like this in the last few years um but i mean also i've played the persona games so i'm kind of an expert <laughs> there you go <laughs> well and you use do you use like a tarot app so um um a few weeks ago i or maybe that long i don't know i started um i found this like single player uh ttrpg game um oh. and you use like the tarot to kind of um, determine what happens next. So I do, I do have a tarot card app on my phone because I thought that'd be kind of a fun way to to learn about it as well. Oh, awesome! That's so interesting. I haven't used any tarot apps or anything. I've I have used some computer like here will auto generate a tarot reading for you when I am too lazy to go get my cards from downstairs, but. <laughs> I... <laughs> I typically uh, try to use real cards because I find, I don't know if it's accurate or not, but I feel like whenever I use online ones, they like over pull from the major arcana and it tends to just be like all the big cards. And then I'm like, well, it can't be big all the time. Like right. <laughs> sometimes that, it has yeah, to be absolutely. small. The one that I have, which is I think just called like tarot cards or something like that, actually has it where you can turn off major arcana like you can like sort it by how you want it to pull which i think is kind of oh cool. that's really interesting well why don't we get into the meaning of this card so this is the magician uh, that we're talking about today and that appears as card number one in the major arcana but it's usually actually placed after the number zero card which is the fool which if you want to learn more about that card you can check out our last episode And so this card, if we're thinking about the Fool's journey, which is the story of the Major Arcana, the Magician is the first person the Fool comes across. So it's like, okay, I'm born, I'm walking about, and then I meet the Magician. And he teaches the Fool the power of manifestation, like his ability to act upon the world. Like, I think of this almost as like a baby who finally learns the power of their own hand. Like, and... Yeah, and what they can create um, upon the world. So it's this sense of manifestation and creation that this card really depicts. So to kind of go into the imagery of the card, um, and by kind of, I mean completely go into the imagery of the card. (laughs) (laughs) If you look at one of the cards, there's the Rider Waite set, which is one of the types of tarot deck and is kind of the most famous i keep saying kind of today nothing is kind of it is the most famous one it's the one that everyone thinks of when they think of the tarot deck if you look at descriptions of tarot cards they're giving you a description of the rider weight deck in that version the magician is typically depicted as a man and he has white robes with like a red robe over it 
And then he has an infinity symbol above his head, and he has all four suits, pentacles, cups, wands, torches, laid out before him, and he's, like, pointing to the sky while holding, like, a double... It looks like a double-sided candle to me. I don't know what it actually is. That's what I was thinking as well. I was like, that's a really impractical candle. Yeah, right? It's like, (laughs) you have to hold it. Um, But he's, like, pointing to the heavens and then pointing to the ground below. So... I guess before I go into my kind of interpretations or what I've read about that, is there anything that initially stands out to you about this card when you're thinking about symbolism? Well, since you had kind of mentioned like creation, it, it kind of, and it that kind of fits with it being at the beginning of the journey for the fool. Cause it's like kind of starting to like, you know, create the journey. Exactly. Yeah. It's really about like, like you said, creating the journey. Like, that is the concept of it. It's like, oh, I have all this potential in the Fool, and now I'm acting upon it. And then, you know, it has all of the the four, um, the Pentacles, the Cups, the Sword. Um, it has those in front of it, so it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of like, oh, I'm creating the, the deck also. Yeah. So how I take that part to be is kind of like, Saying so, if we think about the like all of those things as being parts of humanity, like pentacles being kind of the grounded, like that's represented by Earth. It's a grounded suit. It's the one that has to do with manifestation, with the kind of tangible world. The cups has to do with more of like your emotional world. The wands, I think of, has to do with like what you're passionate about, what gives you energy, and then. Uh, the swords, I think I said torches, but I think I said wands and torches before. I meant to say wands and swords, but the swords is like your mental intellect. So it's all of these tools that we have at our disposal. And I kind of see it as being like here, you have everything that you need before you to manifest, to create, to make the world how you want it. You just have to figure out how to utilize those instruments to your best potential. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, one other kind of cool thing that I'm thinking of is, you know, he's pointing both like towards the sky and towards the ground. And it's, you know, has the, the infinity symbol above his head. So it's kind of like, it's like I'm pointing at everything. Yeah. One thing I was reading when I was reading about kind of what that symbolism means, the pointing above and pointing below is people kept bringing up the phrase as above, so below. And what I have found is that I think I'm too autistic to figure out what that phrase means. Or I'm, like, too not religious or too, like, something. I don't know. Do you... Is that a phrase that you're familiar with? I have watched a movie named that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But, you know, it it could maybe mean, like... You know, maybe he's, like, pointing towards the heavens. Like, he's, like, the spirits. And then, like, the physical. Like, he's pointing towards the ground. But I'm not really sure what the as above, so below is. Yeah, what I was finding was a couple different interpretations of it. So one of them was like, what happens on Earth will be reflected in the spiritual plane. Which I think, I I interpret that as basically just meaning like what you do on Earth has an impact in like your soul. (laughs) And then the other one was more broad and it was kind of like, you the individual are like a microcosm of the whole. And like you and your actions kind of like symbolize or like represent the greater journey of man in a more general sense, which 
honestly, though, neither of those interpretations really give me a lot of insight into how to interpret this card when I'm bringing it up in tarot readings. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I really would be so curious to hear from listeners about what that kind of symbolism there really means to you. And I can always talk about it in the next episode if listeners want to give their insight, because I'm really curious about that. I just find it to be one of those blank spots maybe that I have when I'm trying to learn these cards is that some of the symbolism, especially when we get into kind of the really spiritual or kind of the overhangs of like Christian imagery and things like that. I don't know if it's just that I wasn't raised religious and I wasn't raised spiritual. Like you said, your parents were very Christian and like very much like we don't touch that. My parents were just more like academics. We don't touch that. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, oh, that's, that's fake. Don't worry about it. Exactly. Like, like we don't have time for these silly nonsensical things. Literally. It's like that's spiritual nonsense. Like that's, that's tomfoolery, like, so to speak. <laughs> and so some of those ones I have a little bit more difficult. But then I think about just, like, what does a magician symbolize in general? Like, if this is a magician that we're seeing on here, what does that symbolize? And I think that's where you kind of get into the manifestation aspects. Like, a magician can create something out of nothing. and But they also have the ability to, like, fool you or deceive you or, like, pull something over on you. But it's not necessarily, and I think this part's important, it's not necessarily that they're doing it with malintent. A magician isn't trying to trick you because they hate you. (laughs) Like, (laughs) they're they're trying to trick you for a different reason, you know? Um, And I think that kind of brings it in to me into the meaning of the cards, which we'll touch on a little in a little bit. But the other thing I want to say, too, is that clarifying cards are probably really going to help you figure out your interpretation of this. So, like, if you pull a card, it might help give you some context. Like, is this a card about someone hiding something from you? Or is this about your ability to manipulate the world around you? Because there are those two meanings that come to this card with kind of come with that duality of, like, what is a magician? Like, what is their role? Okay, yeah. So just kind of to go from that into the upright um, meaning of the card. So if you pull this card and it's facing upright, or like, if you don't know what upright means, I just mean like you pull it and the top is at the top, the bottom's at the bottom. This card really represents, like I said, like energy, manifestation, potential. It's the ability to take our desires and manifest them in the real world. So it's all about being able to take your willpower and create something out of it. So it could be like taking really intentional action towards your goals. It could be creating opportunities for yourself. It could be like, let's say you have a goal. This is the start of the journey. This is like your first intentional action. Like the first time you're taking a stab at things. But then there's this other part of it where it can also have to do with like trickery or illusion in your life. And I find those two things really hard to contend sometimes when I'm doing a reading for someone. I can absolutely see that. That makes that makes a lot of sense. It's, I mean, and you know, just like the magician is kind of a trickster. You know, he's kind of tricking you a little bit because he's hard uh, to apparently. Read. It's truly so for listeners. What I have been doing before I started making this podcast was 
I started going through the major arcana initially, just the major arcana one by one and kind of learning the interpretations. And then I have gone on beyond that and I've been making my own little guidebook. So I have a guidebook. I've almost finished the tarot deck. I just have the suit of uh, pentacles left. And it's kind of funny because the suit of pentacles is really similar to the magician to me because it has to do with that kind of foundational energy and like creation and manifestation and both the magician and the suit of pentacles kind of trip me up uh, when I'm interpreting them and I think that it really is a sign and really speaks to how much you have to trust your intuition when you're reading the cards and also how much you can kind of benefit from getting more information from the person you're doing a reading for. So I think, I don't know how you are when you ask a question in tarot, or if you have much experience asking questions in tarot, but I know that some people really are like, I want to give them no information. It has to all be just the mystique of the universe. (laughs) And I don't find that helpful. (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I am. I've only had a reading done a couple of times. There's the the time that uh, you did one for me. Um, and then I was like, I, I don't know what to ask really, honestly. <laughs> and then the other time, uh, was my, my sister-in-law had just gotten a deck. And so she was like, she, she, we were just kind of, you know, messing around with it. So I, I really, I'm not sure like what I would ask. Yeah. So I, I think though, if you were asking some, like when I think about this card, if you were just like, I want a love reading and you pulled the magician, that could mean like you're creating opportunities for yourself in love, like you're asking someone out, you're taking your loved one out on a date, you're exploring, you're, it's like a really moment of like taking your opportunities that are coming to you and taking action on them or creating your own opportunities and taking action on them. But it also could mean like your partner might be deceiving you. Like, oh yeah yeah you know and i personally i feel like i attribute more of the trickery of this card to the reverse meaning but even then there's still kind of multiple meanings so to switch on to that and i think i have kind of a lot more to say about the reverse of this card in general <laughs> if you pull a card in reverse that means it looks like it's upside down and when you pull a card in reverse it has different meanings or it can have different meanings depending on how you decide to interpret the cards but typically it brings out the harsher sides of the magician. So that's where I kind of see the manipulation, the trickery, but also it can mean like unfocused energy. So it could be that you just don't have a goalpost in your life right now that you're heading towards and that you really have no sense of direction and that's making you feel kind of like lost or uncertain. Okay. But I actually pulled this card in a reading today for someone in reverse. And I, what I ended up doing was I just told them, I said, these are the two kind of interpretations. Which one of these is really speaking to you? You have to trust your own intuition, both like I have to trust my intuition as a person doing a reading, but you also have to trust the intuition of the person you're doing a reading for, because they're really going to be the ones who can tell you like, when I hear this, this is what is sitting right with me. And like, this is what I think the card is saying. And it's kind of a conversation between the two of you where you're figuring that out together. Because as the person doing the reading, you're like this outside mirror perspective that you're reflecting back, but you can only reflect back what you're given. (laughs) Uh, Which is why I always recommend 
if you are getting a reading, if you can provide more information, I personally, I think it's better than if you're trying to withhold. Absolutely. Like there's, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, like keeping stuff to yourself, you're not really going to be able to build up or figure out anything. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a conversation. So to go back into the meaning of this card. So this card could represent you. It could represent a person in your life. So like, let's say it is have to do with the manipulation aspect. Let's like go on that thought journey. This could be that you're acting manipulatively. It doesn't necessarily mean that someone is acting manipulatively towards you. And I want to remind you that most manipulation comes from selfishness. Like, are you acting selfishly in your life? Are other people acting selfishly towards you? Like, if you pull this card for yourself, reflect on the relationships in your life. Is there one that's making you feel uneasy or anxious or that makes you feel more self-doubt than another? Like, and then reflect on why that is. It may be that the person is calling themselves a friend, but they're not acting like one. But, or it could be something else, you know? But I do want to say to avoid extremism when reading the cards. Like, don't get this card and then go be like, oh, my friend's hiding stuff from me and they're manipulative and I'm dropping them, you know? Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I think sometimes people take these cards to be a little too harsh. And I think it's more just like an invitation from the universe to interrogate those areas in your life that feel off and to help you figure out where needs attention. But I, I would say, though, like I said before, pulling clarifying cards can really help in this. So, like, today I pulled for the person, I pulled the magician in reverse, and then I pulled the moon in reverse. And so the moon has to do with, like, lack of clarity or deception or, like, feeling like you can't find your path forward. So that really speaks to both aspects of the magician. And this person really felt like both aspects were fitting. Like they both felt unsettled in their lives and also felt like they didn't have these like really stable relationships. And so, but like, let's say you pulled the death card. That might, the death card has to do with transitions. So it might be telling you that it's like time to let that person go. Because, like, the death card has to do with letting go of the past, moving forward, transitioning to a new place in life. So if you pulled that with the magician, it might be telling you that there's something in your life that is no longer serving you that you need to let go of and able to move forward. Whereas if you pulled it with, let's say, the Four of Pentacles, which deals with the idea of, like, clinging to stability... It might indicate that the person who is acting manipulatively is doing so because they're worried about their own security. And so that might help you decide to figure out how to approach that conversation. Because I'm going to approach a conversation if someone's acting manipulatively because they're scared about their own stability. A lot different than if it's just because they, I don't know, whatever selfish reason we can think of. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so as I kind of say that, what are some thoughts that you have about this card? Like if you were to get this card in a reading for yourself, what kind of things might you be like reflecting on or or what kind of aspects of this card are standing out to you? Definitely like some of the things that are standing out to me is like some, some of the stuff I've kind of pulled up a little bit of information just to keep my hands busy. And like one, one thing I pulled up earlier was, uh, you know, it talks about how the magician could mean like be a master of illusion and deception and trickery. And I'm like, it kind of makes me think like, am I 
am I being completely honest with like the people around me or with myself even? Because I know that, you know, there's been some, some stuff recently that I've kind of figured out. I'm like, Oh, I don't think I've been being honest with myself. Yeah. And I think that's important too, is that like, I've been talking about it as kind of being something placed on other people, but I think you're right. We can be the masters of our own illusion. Yeah, like definitely. You know, and that actually makes me reflect more about the reading I did earlier with the moon and with the moon in reverse and this card in reverse that that could be kind of it too, is it could be speaking to someone who is the master of their own illusion that our own anxieties and our own fears are causing us to hide things from ourselves. And then half the reason why you're searching for tarot is because you're trying to unbury those things, I think, usually. And so it is a really good call to pay attention, not just to other people in your life, but also to yourself. And how are you playing into those things? Right. I was gonna say, I think that's one of like the the biggest like strengths of of tarot. Like even if you don't, you know, believe in like the the occult part or the spiritual part of it, like it's just a really great opportunity for like self reflection and like giving yourself prompts to think about stuff. And I, I, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's say you pulled the magician in reverse and it was a love reading. So that could mean that you could be feeling very unfocused in love. Maybe you're floating if you're single, maybe, or in a poly relationship, you know, maybe you're floating between partners or opportunities. Maybe you've kind of lost sight of your goals in that relationship. But it also could be that your partners or yourself are hiding things from each other and that you might not be being fully honest. So typically, if I were to pull this card in a love reading, I might think that I need to check in with my partners and kind of or check in with myself and see, am I am are my actions suiting my goals? Because this card is all about manifestation and inspired action, like taking intentional action towards your goals. So if you are acting otherwise, you know, why might that be? Why, you know, what things are preventing you from taking the actions that are actually helping you get to the goal? If it were career, then it could be maybe you're really unfocused in your career. Maybe you don't know what's coming next. You don't really let, you don't have a five-year plan. You really don't know where you're going. But it also could be that maybe you have a coworker who's acting manipulatively. Like it could be that, you know, a sign that maybe you're being a little too chummy and you need to watch yourself. You know, (laughs) it's, that's where I really, again, say that in this card in particular, and this is kind of true about a lot of cards. Some of them are really clear, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Some of them are, like, very obvious, and then other ones like this one, I think, take a lot more intuition to read, and a lot more nuance. And there's probably yeah. some listeners who are like, damn, bitch, you can't read. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not mean like that here. We No, this is learning tarot together. We're all learning it. I wish I could have all Absolutely. the listeners in as a conversation on this. Like, so what do you think as above, so below means? And like, That would be cool. Like a, but... a live stream podcast. <laughs> live stream podcast oh that would be delightful i should start yeah i guess that would just be doing this as streams like oh yeah i guess i guess my that's podcast a thing, to huh? twitch sorry <laughs> that's already a thing that's that's twitch just chatting whoops my bad <laughs> yeah oh I, I love inventing the restaurant um sorry <laughs> 
But no, I, yeah, this, this card though, it's just one, I find it so interesting, the kind of depiction of the magician. It feels very old school to me, like in a sense, whereas I feel like modern ideas of being a magician, it's like something that brings joy to your life. So I always find it like a little, a little strange when I'm trying to interpret, but I do think that it is a really good card for calling you calling you in to reflect on your level of openness and honesty with others. And then also, on the other hand, are you acting with intent? Yeah. Are you acting with intent, Jakey? Uh, I'm, I'm kind of intentless, just kind of wondering. So maybe I need to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, like, right now, if I pulled this card for myself, I would know exactly what it meant. Like, if I pulled this card for myself, it'd be like, hey... You know how you really love your job, but you also have ADHD and narcolepsy and you work from home. (laughs) Maybe you should be focusing more on your work and acting with intent and taking like purposeful action towards your goals. And you need to check in with yourself and get some balance and focus in your life to be able to make those achievements happen. And that I need to be using more than just my intellect. I also need to be using my other tools that are at my disposal. Because that's that other aspect of it, is using everything that you have on hand. So, like, some cards are like, listen to your heart. Other cards are like, listen to your head. And this card's like, you have everything at your disposal and you need to use it all to take action. Yeah, this dude's like, I've got a table full of stuff. Why aren't you using it? Yeah. What the fuck? I got it all for you. Just do it. (laughs) Yeah. That is basically what this card is saying. It's saying, do it, bitch. Hell yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining me and listening to me uh, ramble about how I really, even at the end of this episode, don't fully know what this card means. Thank you so much for inviting me on. It was was very fun, and uh, I definitely learned a lot, too. Yeah, so so listeners, if you are listening and you want to give some response or feedback into your interpretation of the cards, please do. Um, If you respond, you can hit me up at Twitter at E-P-S-I-L-I-N-A. You can pretty much just find me there. That's the best place. (laughs) Um, But you feel free to give me your interpretations or let me know your thoughts on the card. And if it's something that you want, I can also read it on the next episode um, and engage with that there. So I really appreciate all of you. Um, You can also find readings by me where, as long as you don't pull the magician, apparently I'll be quite good at it. But um, (laughs) no, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. But you can also get um, readings from me at Ko-Fi or Coffee. I don't know how you say it, but um, ko-fi.com slash Epsilina, E-P-S-I-L-I-N-A. Jakey, where can we find you on the internet and what are you up to? Y'all can find me at Mr. Jakey Poo on whatever social media site is still around and you can catch me over on the, uh, the redacted media channel on YouTube. Um, he's got a, quite a few podcasts over there, but I am joining him for a usually weekly, um, book club podcast for, uh, going over Stephen King's, the dark tower series. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. They're fun. They're weird, but they're fun. I have not read them, but maybe it's, I'll it's, have to. It's uh, the dynamic where he's read them through a bunch of times, and this is my first time going through them. Oh, the best dynamic, yes. Right? I love that stuff. 
Perfect. Well, thank you so much. And you can join us next week where we will be learning about the High Priestess. Ooh. I know. Unconscious mind. You know, Tony? What's up, Roma? I want to learn about a lot of shit. But, uh, well, Roma, you don't you don't have the time to learn all of the shit. There's too much shit. I know. But you know what? What? You could learn more shit in very quick ways. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, got, you got a lot of friends, and your friends know shit. And your friends, <sighs> they could probably just yell shit at you in like 30 to 45 minute intervals. And then you can acquire an approximate knowledge of all of the shit, and then you could know all the things. But, but how? I don't know, probably like a podcast format. You know what? Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) You can listen to the Hyperfixation anywhere that you listen to podcasts, thanks to the Moonshot Network, and acquire your new Hyperfixation with me. 